0: Podcast would be cha- uh, well, no, not Chamberlain, just no, it's Chamberlain
1: Chance. Chance. No, it's the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. We're not we're renaming mis- it just
0: Chan- Chance. No, and
1: Alex. we're not renaming the podcast because one of us is missing for a day. Well, I thought we could put in an asterisk. People would, no, no, you know, what, it is no. it's confusing. You're right. No. Yeah, yeah. The no, Chamberlain a,
0: Chance and Alex podcast. It's sadly, podcast. Sans Chamberlain.
1: It's tragically, Sans Chamberlain. But you know, at the same time, I feel a little. I feel like. I feel a little bit of freedom this week to talk about movies and TV, and knowing he won't be bored with it—that feels nice.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. We've consumed quite a bit of visual media. I would love to talk about.
1: I've watched. So okay, what did you watch? What did you watch lately?
0: Oh man, Um, caught up on Loki.
1: Okay, yeah. So you're up to like the current episode?
0: Yeah, the Smoke Monster, which is
1: pretty good. uh, The Smoke Monster itself was less interesting to me. It it got me thinking about the end of WandaVision. Division,
0: because.
1: Because at the end of WandaVision, it was so disappointing that they were shooting different colored light at each other. It's yeah. so boring. But this reminded me of the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. When they basically had that we can touch the light moment. Right. But it was big and meaningful. And this felt meaningful and emotional again. Just just him and Sylvie standing there trying so hard to do this thing. And of course he's going to do it. I would have done it differently when the smoke monster went to kill classic Loki. Uh, at the last moment, just before it swallowed him, its eyes would like burst forth in green light. Like I thought that would have been a cool way to do it. I don't know know why they had to fucking kill him. He was awesome.
0: (laughs) I I like the army of Lokis all turning on each other.
1: That was fucking hilarious. Uh, And Yeah, like Crocodile Loki was... (laughs) I wasn't on board with Crocodile Loki, but... No, I was totally on board with Alligator Loki. Got there, I got there. I I totally got there. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, So yeah, this series continues to be great. All the characters, I feel like they're being used very, very well. I'm having... I'm still having so much fun with it, and just the 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 last shot of that episode of just like the portal to the end of time. Right. Like, uh, I can't wait for next week. I can't wait to see how Loki ends. I really can't. It's yeah, good. no, that's like, and, and again, like when it started, I was like, oh, I'll watch the next episode, see where this goes. It's Okay, and now no, it's I like know. it was losing me. It yeah. was losing me. Yeah, but but yeah, it got there. It got yeah, there. It did. Been
0: doing a lot of Broad City. Okay. Uh, how much of that have you seen? Zero. Um, It is. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself for not getting on board when I should have. It's mostly because I just I keep re upping Hulu. I'm like, well, what's on Hulu I want to watch? Don't want to do another um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine rewatch. I've already done that once. But it's. Like, within two episodes, it's great. And it never really skips a beat for like two whole seasons. I haven't gotten to season three yet.
1: Oh, isn't that that lady who was dating uh, Brad Pitt? No, that's... Ilana um, Glazer. Ilana Glazer? Did Ilana Glazer break bad I'm pretty sure there was a picture, wasn't there? Huh. I mean, that's, I know, horri- um, that's horrible to equate this person who's like done a lifetime of performance work with that one relationship she once had with a famous guy.
0: I mean, <laughs> she's amazing. They're both amazing on this show.
1: I feel like I know who Abby Jacobson is, though. Yeah, she's
0: um, Bean on uh, uh, oh, Disenchantment. Wow. Uh, she was, yeah, she, she's great. Everyone's great. That makes great. me want to
1: watch it. That makes me want to watch it. It's really, they're famous
0: now because of this. It's so fucking funny. Plus Hannibal like, Buress. Hannibal Buress is pretty good. He pops up now and then. Like, it, it it's cringe comedy, but, like, oh. it builds on itself in a way that's heightened and more enjoyable than I've ever gotten to be, to, um, what's it, I've never really enjoyed It's Always Sunny, because it's just a little too mean-spirited.
1: No, I liked oh, It's Always Sunny. I guess that's a I, I can't get thing. into it. Yeah,
0: But this is just a little, not nicer, but, like, chiller's not even a, a good word. Like, I don't know. It has... no,
1: I think I think there's something about your generation that loves cringe comedy, like the Eric Andre thing. And uh, the example that I'm going to give you is I, the the most, the most the show ever got out of me was at one point I went, <laughs> that, and I'm talking about the entirety of the second season of I Think You Should Leave. You didn't like it? No, no, no. Wait, well, let me explain. There was this okay. one point where I went, <laughs> Once, ah. the entire fucking season. Like I was just sitting there waiting for it to get funny. I feel like there were two sketches that I actually really kind of enjoyed. Oh, damn, like, I couldn't even describe them. I don't even remember which ones they were. Okay, okay. What about the doll that they've they
0: put like an anti poison in that will kill any girl that's under sixty pounds?
1: Oh yeah, no, no. And was, they start yeah. shaming children for yeah. not being heavy enough to enjoy this doll. That that was one of the two. God, it's so good. No, that that was one of the two, but.
0: What? Well, what? The guy like he, trying to eat a hot dog if through his sleeve, nonchalantly.
1: The the woman trying the woman who jokes about the the printer that we got for Christmas. And this sketch just goes on for it feels like fifteen fucking. Yeah, minutes. that one wasn't great. There are like, there, there, ones just kind of went on, but like, what about? Okay, that discomfort is like what like ninety percent of the show feels like.
0: Most of it, yeah.
1: But what like, about the lady with the
0: with the tables? How the fuck does she make money off tables?
1: Yeah, no, that was just like it's it's that one. it's ludicrous, but it for some reason like its absurdity didn't tickle me like um uh Auntie Donna's House of Fun tickled me. No. I loved I loved Auntie Donna's House of Fun. This is absurd in a way that only produces in me negative emotions. <laughs> like I did not enjoy. I'm not I tried.
0: I'm not trying to give anyone the worst day of their life. I'm not trying to bother anybody.
1: The guy on the oh, ghost. Yeah, tour. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> I hated that whole experience. <laughs> like, but like artfully. It, it made me feel so old. No, not artfully, nothing. No. Like artfully in, in, in that like an artist like punches themselves in the face and whacks their head into a canvas and calls <laughs> it art. Yeah, okay. Wow. I yeah, really avant garde there, buddy. And the I thing know. is, I know this guy is the comics comic. I know other comedians love him, but he's he's just like, maybe in 10 years, I'll be able to sit down and enjoy this. Just like Borat.
0: I don't know. Like, it... it I'm glad they're all 15 minutes. Because it, it's not Are something it? you could watch in one sitting. Is an episode 15 minutes? It's just 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Feels and, that's how cringy it is. It just feels so much longer.
1: It, it does definitely feel that much longer. And again, for me, an unpleasant experience. You
0: gotta donate! You gotta donate, okay? He's gonna lose his pants.
1: Okay, that... That one I didn't mind actually. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Everyone gives man. That was kind of fun. He gives, she gives. Um, Did I talk last week about the Eliza Schlesinger romantic comedy Good on Paper? Yeah. Oh, Good good. on Paper? No. Okay. Starstruck. No, no. Romantic comedy starring Eliza Schlesinger out now on Netflix. It is like her movie that she wrote. This is her um, train wreck.
0: I've always been rooting for her.
1: Yeah, I like her I've always liked her as a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, she she fucking she like sweats on stage. Like she gives it her all on stage. You can tell she's had a great deal of training. Ooh, I never liked I never liked her writing that much though. Yeah. Like she was always a better performer than joke writer to me. And she is the only credited writer on this movie. Okay. It's not a good movie. <laughs> oh, no. Like I've, I've watched a lot of movies this week, and I've ordered them from worst to best. And the first okay. one I'm talking about is Good on Paper on Netflix right now. And again, like, I loved her sketch show. She had, an Alana, she had an Eliza Schlesinger sketch show, one season of it on Netflix. It was excellent. I loved it. Hmm. Um, this is a weird movie based off a true story the true story is uh, she dated this guy who was just kind of shifty, but on the surface, everything was right. He had the right answer to everything. But eventually, everything just kind of didn't add up, and it turns out he's been lying about everything about himself. Everything. Um, just because a girl like that could never go for a guy like me otherwise. Now, the problem is, is that instead of writing a script where the character's behavior makes sense... She wrote a script where we're like, "What kind of fucking idiot wouldn't immediately notice that red flag? Like, who wouldn't catch that?" And then instead of ca- writing it so it doesn't seem like weird that she wouldn't catch it, they then she just just does a voiceover explaining how what she feels isn't what a normal person would be feeling in this situation because she wants to feel this other thing. Like it was just really, yeah, yeah, like uh, she needs a writer, she or a writer. Editor. She's a writer. She's in it, and weirdly, even though it was a comedy, it was shot with angles from like a thriller. <laughs> like, it was really oh, kind yeah. of yeah, They're like doing Dutch it, angles. I I don't know, but it, it was uh, it just there were angles that really didn't lend themselves to comedy. They lent themselves more to anxiety. Um, it was yeah, no, it was not great. No. Did you watch Fear Street 1994 on Netflix? I really didn't want to. Why not? I don't know. I didn't seen like. You haven't seen like the babysitter. It no, that wasn't fun for you. You never saw the yeah, babysitter. The babysitter,
0: okay. The babysitter was kind of fun.
1: Babysitter was wonderful. This is not as fun as the babysitter, but it it's didn't look bad. like it. The trailer
0: did cool. nothing for me.
1: Yeah, what it is it is it's almost like a collection of horror um, genre tropes. Um, I don't want to say that it loosely fits together, like there is an overarching plot, but the plotting and the intelligence of the script kind of cast it as a, like a YA targeting thing, which the Fear Street novels were. But then, when the violence occurs, this is like Saw. This is like what? okay. It's not it's not torture porn, but there are some kills in this show that are like, oh my god, <laughs> like holy shit! I did okay. not see that coming. That was fucking. It blew me away. Um So it it was it was okay. It, was, it wasn't like you don't have to you don't have to go and watch Fear Street. But if you're kind of feeling like something a little shocky, like yeah, check that out. It was shocky. There's a, there's a lot of teenagers running around in their underwear. Uh, then on Netflix, The Bad Batch.
0: Is that Netflix or Disney?
1: Disney Plus has a series, a CGI series about stormtroopers called The Bad Batch. Uh huh. Uh, they also have Monsters at Work out this week. I watched like 10 minutes of the first episode and was like, this does not look very good. What, The Monsters uh, Inc. Show? Yeah, The oh. Monsters Inc. Show. Did not yeah, look very no. good. Uh-oh. No, The Bad Batch film is uh i don't know who directed it i think it came out about 10 years ago it's basically an american set post-apocalypse kind of feeling story but what happens is it starts off a young woman is abandoned in the desert because she is now considered a member of the bad batch and so she's been cast out of american society and she's left in the desert with like a, a backpack and and they they closed the fence behind okay, her. And, no, I, okay, I'm sorry. There was a Star Wars animated show called The Bad Batch, and I was completely turned around. Yeah, there was a Star Wars animated show yeah. on, on Disney Plus called The Bad Batch. Right, and you're talking about... Yeah. But there's also a movie right. with live-action people that's not related to Star Wars whatsoever... I found called it. the Bad Batch on Netflix. Mm. So this woman is left in the desert, and within the first five minutes, she is set upon by a pair of muscle bound cougars in mm. um, in, a, in a golf cart. Uh, she is taken back to wherever these people live, and then they amp- then they they give her an injection, then they saw off her arm, her oh. right arm, then they saw off her right leg, and that's the beginning of the movie. And so this like I like I was really kind of worried that I was about to watch something again with like torture porn aspects to it. But what I ended up getting was kind of a beautiful dreamlike kind of riff on American culture and American identity and definitely
0: um Oh, Keel uh, Reeves.
1: Yeah, Keanu Reeves shows up in a, in a very major role. Giovanni Ribisi shows up. Um Jim Carrey's in here. Jim Carrey was unrecognizable to me. I did not clock him as Jim Carrey until the third time he appears on screen. Huh. Um and so what this is, is is it's like an art movie. Like there's something kind of um I don't want to say psychedelic. Uh I don't you, I don't even want to go so far as to say dreamlike. But it was it was beautiful and original and interesting. Uh so yeah, I actually recommend the Bad Batch. I, I totally give that uh give that a thumbs up. Um and then I got one more thing to talk and then one I got one more movie to talk about uh-huh. for headline. So what what else have you been watching?
0: Um that's pretty much it. Uh yeah.
1: Okay. So work has fucking sucked lately. I'm not gonna get into why. Sorry about that. But by the time I got off work yesterday, I was not prepared to put in the mental energy to play a video game. <laughs> I, had the, I had two days like that last week. Yeah. And, um, and I was just ready to sit down and watch something. So I do what we all do. I sat there and I scrolled through various streaming services for an hour and a half trying to find something I, to watch. I fucking hate that. And then for some reason, by the time I landed on it, you know, at like 6 o'clock last night, mm-hmm. I finally felt ready to watch Queen and Slim. Ah, uh, hmm. Have you seen Queen and Slim? I know what it is. I yeah, heard exactly. Very mixed things about it. Um, Queen and Slim. Now, just just on like you read the back of the box description of Queen and Slim, you understand this is going to be a hard movie to watch.
0: Yeah.
1: Because Queen and Slim is about a date. It starts with a date that these two people they don't know each other. They go on the date. The date doesn't go very well. And as they drive home, uh, a cop pulls them over. This cop clearly has a mat on for black people. Our mm. protagonists are both black. And uh, uh, sh- what, what basically happens is this cop is definitely a fucking asshole. Like, 100%. Like, the guy's standing out there in the cold. He's saying, yeah, you can go through my trunk. It's fine. Um, she's like, and she's a lawyer. She's like, why are you going through his trunk? He goes, he's already given permission for the search, ma'am. Get back in the car. And then, so he's standing there in the cold. This guy rifles through all the boxes of Jordans that he's got in his trunk. And he goes, can you hurry it up, man? cop's cop turns to him and says, the fuck did you just say to me? Uh. Dude, it's just really cold out here. He pulls out his gun. Get down on your knees. And so the woman gets out of the car. Like, why are you arresting him? What has he done? He goes, he's resisting arrest. He's like, what? Arresting him for what? What has he done? And she goes, I am reaching for my cell phone. I am It is my right to film this arrest. It is my right to film this arrest. I am reaching for my cell phone. The cop turns around and shoots her. The guy tackles the cop. They wrestle with the gun. Uh, He spins around, has the gun, fires one shot towards the cop, catches him in the heart. Uh. So now these two young black people have just killed a police officer. She's a lawyer. She knows what their options are and what the system is like. And she's like, we gotta fucking go. We gotta run. We gotta not tell our families about this. And so, yeah, so this is a movie that you hear the description and you're like, I don't want to, um, I, I don't want to deal with all those thoughts and the heaviness of this right now, which is, of course, a very white, uh, way to look at it because as white people, we deal with racism when we decide to yeah, not, when we you know, want to. Yeah, when not something ev- we want to think about, not every day of our lives constantly. So that's really, that's white privilege right there. Um... But again, last night I felt like it was time to watch it, and holy fuck. I looked up, um, I looked up the year that the Oscar should have been. This thing wasn't even fucking nominated for an Oscar. This movie was astonishing to me. They were talking, we were talking earlier about how, how camera work can kind of fuck with the mood of a piece after they're driving away from the cop, after after it's occurred. He's in the driver's seat, she, she's in the passenger seat. We have a wide, sh- we have a shot of him. He is in the extreme left of the shot, and the rest of the shot is the side of the car and the outside of the car. And then it, ta- it goes over to her. She is in the extreme right of the shot, and the rest of the car is or the rest of the shot at the exterior of the car. And so through the camera work, it's showing that they both feel so alone. They are not together. Mm-hmm. They are so separate. They are um, victims of circumstance. Uh, no, it's very much about how they feel about each other, that they're not relying on each other in any capacity. They really dislike each other at this point in the movie. They just don't know what else to do. No, it's it's just showing how alone they are. showing their emotional state through camera work. It was fantastic. Hmm. The colors, the way everything is shot in this movie, it was absolutely sumptuous and beautiful the whole way through. There's an actor who shows up as the woman's uncle halfway through. I've loved him in everything I've ever seen him in. It was lovely to see him again in this. Um... And they basically—I want to say that—I don't want to say that—they go through a series of vignettes as they proceed towards their ultimate destination. But what Queen and Slim ends up being is, yeah, it's absolutely about racism in the states. But it's about what makes life meaningful. Oh, booking we're buying, yes. What makes our lives meaningful? Like the human condition, meaningful. Um, what what love is, and how that is how that is, is different depending on the person. And what uh, what is the meaning of our lives? And so I don't want to. Sp- I kind of yeah. Like okay, you know, I give this five stars. I'm not going to spoil the ending. Um, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. I thought well, this. Now was I a- have to watch it. I thought it was an absolutely beautiful movie, beginning to end. Just just wonderful. <laughs> just really wonderful. Um, I don't know how you could hear me. Like who had a problem it, with Queen? It and Slim? It started well, out at who- like
0: seventy percent. Now it's got its way back up to eighty
1: three. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fucking good. Like really uh like I wasn't shocked because I'd heard it was really good, but um the like the the way it's shot is so beautiful, the way it's lit is so beautiful. Um the the only problem I had with it is there was one scene where it felt like they were improvising the dialogue instead of Ooh. acting. Yeah, instead of acting. There's a lot and,
0: of repeated words.
1: Um, no, it was just like, it was just like, well, we have to get the car fixed somehow. Like, it was something like that. Like, it was just like... perfunctory. Yeah, a little bit of extra exposition or something like that. Like, it was just, it was just like two lines in there that I was like, hell, that didn't feel as good as everything else in this movie. But that's my one complaint about Queen and Slim, is there were like two lines that I didn't quite, that didn't quite feel real to me. (laughs) It was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Oh, God. Mm. Wait, I didn't even bring up, um, did I just skip it? It's a good point. Oh, yeah. After Good on Paper, but before Fear Street, the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime started. Oh, to yeah.
0: What what'd you think?
1: Fucking terrible.
0: Yeah. Fucking it's, terrible. what i the saying? <laughs> oh, God. It's
1: so bad it's so horribly bad, the action is kind of okay, but you really get the sense that these are a bunch of actors pointing guns at green screens, and the whole thing is like there's this horrible thing going on in the future, but a scientist has finally figured out like this this toxin that they can only manufacture in the past, so what we have to do is we have to like send the recipe for the toxin back to the past, and then they 'll send the toxin through the time gate back to the future. But when they get the toxin and they send Chris back to the past with the recipe for the toxin, the time gate is destroyed. Which? And no Chris, one... Chance? Uh, Chris Pratt. And Ugh. no one can think of any solution how we could possibly get this this toxin to the future. Now the whole world is fucked and so there are riots across the globe.
0: It's literally the worst part of Bioshock Infinite. Um. I hey, let's go to a universe where we already did the thing? Oh no, it's on fire.
1: I don't know what you mean by that at all.
0: When they were trying to get the guns to the go gunsmith,
1: to a, go to a universe where yeah, but the, what is, how does that compare to this at all? Okay, well, cuz it, it was a wildly
0: I, like overdone thing to do the simple thing.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, so yeah. so yeah, like all they had to do was make the toxin and then store it for 30 years <laughs> but, right but that but that like no one, that doesn't cross anyone's mind. Uh, the solution is to go in a completely opposite direction, which admittedly made for a fine ending, but this was like... Uh, you I couldn't even say this is as good as Tremors.
0: Oh. Yeah. I like, love this Tremors. Is,
1: no. This was not... This is not good. This is not good. Sorry, Chris Pratt. Kind of suck. And uh, I've been playing Overwatch, me and my brother... Okay, remember I was talking about this Grandmaster McCree last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept showing up in games. That bastard. And I'm playing games with my brother. So now I'm with my my bronze, uh, my bronze SR brother, fighting a grandmaster McCree. We actually beat him one game. It was fucking awesome. It felt really cool.
0: How many high noons did you survive?
1: I I didn't I didn't count, but <laughs> a, a really good McCree doesn't rely on high noon for shit. Um, oh, okay. A, go- a really good McCree will use high noon to reload because cool. it re- because it reloads his gun instantly. Um. And then Ghost of Tsushima. I've been doing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima it multiplayer this week. It keeps
0: pulling me back in.
1: Really? Have you been playing it?
0: No, I said it keeps pulling me back in. So I said,
1: finished... "Yeah, right. Yeah, Finished oh, it." So you finished? You beat the you beat the snow level. You got yeah, your fire. I... You got your fire rune. I
0: did, and you oh. know, I I I really love Coats and Khan I think he's a great fucking character.
1: He is, and the performance is great too. Yeah, that's, that's the guy who was um,
0: the uh, the coach on like Glee.
1: I never saw Glee, but to me, he's Wong in um, in Avengers and uh, <sighs> Doctor Strange.
0: That's... R- Wait, no, no, no. No,
1: it's um it's It's, a, ben- it's, a it's Benedict... No, it's Benedict Wong, right? It's not Benedict... No, it's not okay. Benedict. No, 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 Wong. Okay. Coton Con... Uh, Patrick Gallagher. Yeah, this dude was in Master Oh, Commander. God, you're right. Fuck, I'm just racist. <laughs> you're right. You're totally fucking right. No, he does an excellent, but he does an excellent job of it. You know, Masako is Amy Wong. Masako. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what's crazy is Lady Masako is like, you know, she's like an old lady. And Amy Wong is uh, this, like, perennial college student. Yeah. And no. so to find out that she did, yeah. that blew my mind. Yeah. yeah Lauren uh, Tom's great. Yeah. But pa- Patrick Gallagher did Callagher did a great job as Conan Con, really the entire cast. In, uh, mm-hmm. And that was good. Still stupid
0: beautiful, even on the PS4, which yeah. is now apparently hard to find. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, I saw like, ooh, a PS5 for $700. Wait, a PS4 for $750? Uh, no. Why? Gross. i glad I got two of them. I'm so glad I got my graphics card when I did.
1: Yeah, we seem to be heading towards the, the Indies.
0: Yeah, we sure do. Thanks, Bitcoin.
1: I think I think that's why the, the Switch 2 isn't gonna or the the next Switch isn't gonna have 4K. It's just because, <laughs> it's just because they're like, you know, we can't guarantee that we can find the silicon to make anything better. Oh god.
0: This means a lot of games are gonna come out for PS4 that weren't necessarily going to. Just out of necessity. Um, I don't know. I bet you God of War didn't want to be on the PS4. I don't
1: know. I have no idea. It might they might change their mind by the time it comes out, but they have had next generation. They have had stuff launching on last generation two years into the new generation. That
0: is true. And man, the PS two the last couple of years there were just fantastic.
1: Last couple of years of the PS two last couple of years of the PS three were huge. Yeah. Um, you got God of War
0: two. You got Persona four. Good stuff. You got the Last of Us. Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. That was uh, at the very end. So does that mean it's time for headlines?
0: It, well, um, I got man Eater. Oh! It's neat! It is. The combat's fun. You'd think you'd lose your opponent a lot, but it it ends up being pretty intuitive. No, it's a shooter.
1: Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a shooter. You are the it's, bullet in the gun.
0: I, I love... Oh, oh, Rick and Morty. Speaking of Chris Parnell. Chris Have you seen the new ones?
1: Uh, not all of them. I've seen up to, um, up to Morty dates Captain Planet.
0: I think it's the last one. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, I was...
1: Really love the um, apocalypse
0: orgy crawl. Apocalypse orgy crawl. Oh, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. So, how's mom? She's Hello. not talking to us. Yeah, because we had sex. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, Rick and Morty continues to just, like, hit its mark every week. Like, well.
0: it's... It's gotten some rightful backlash, but I think this is these are some of the best episodes in a long time. I love the uh, the clone family war.
1: Yeah, I, I thought is, it was I really good. I didn't feel down in the last couple seasons at all. I loved those two, and and you no, know, no, I just I just continue to like where this is going. I loved how they took uh, Jessica and turned her into a time god. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck I, you, I'm a time god. I really want that character to come back. I want to see what else is going on with Jessica
0: now. No, no, no. The, the the evil monologue of like the the um. Like the conniving like cow person is like mm-hmm. I was told a lie, so I made my power on lie, oh shit, he's real, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh <laughs> Jesus,
1: <laughs> you did Christianity again <laughs> after cowboys? it is very good,
0: yeah, but... no, Chris Parnell is a wonderful narrator
1: a maneater no he is yeah he it's a it's a it's cowboys. a fun
0: game it's it's a dead island. Yes, it's that quality. Game.
1: It, it's a it's a double A. And it's once a, you get past that, it's a fun double A.
0: I shouldn't have this much fun being a shark on
1: land eating people. Yeah, there's something so perverse about it, but it's like it's. Like, I don't think sharks are this maneuverable, but this is fun. They're 100 percent not low. like Once you get your shark kind of buffed up in this game, like you're bouncing across. I'm already I, bouncing. Uh, yeah, yeah, bouncing across islands, just munching on people. It's you're you're faster when you're knifing, right? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. I think, like you're, I think you're faster under the water. Okay. I think they just wanted to use the phrase knifing. Yeah, I guess.
0: But like um no, it's, it's neat how like you have to
1: surface to see above the water.
0: <laughs> you can't just tilt the camera a little bit.
1: Yeah. The only I, the only thing that really bothered me was like the map kind of didn't help a lot.
0: Map's not helpful.
1: Yeah, because the world is so um vertically deep and the map is uh from above. That's it.
0: Yeah, so, and it's like the platforming is shitty. It's like, really, Black I can corner? jump in there? How am I supposed to figure out how to jump on this dock? And you can, but it,
1: it takes, you know, a minute. Yeah, no, I always, I, I tended to enjoy the jumping puzzles, but the problem is it never just holds up a sign that says, the answer is, come back when you're bigger.
0: Ooh, that sucks.
1: Yeah. It's like,
0: can I jump over this? I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes trying to figure that out. I yeah. guess I
1: can't. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of locked keys, but it's not explicitly locked. You just, You just try and fail repeatedly. Alligators are bastards. They are, but they're they're there to be bastards, so that when you return to the first area once you've leveled up outside of it, you go in there kick their ass and it feels awesome because you're fucking scared of alligators.
0: I just you just you look neat. You're a yeah. neat looking shark.
1: I still wish you were a great white. The fact that you're a bull shark still bothers me. There's nothing iconic about a bull shark.
0: But can't you become different species at some point?
1: No, you get various like armor mutations, and these are ridiculous accoutrements that are like bolted onto the outside of the shark Uh oh yeah and uh and like these are all very important in terms of actually beating the game and the content at the end of the game is going to throw at you like you need to have your shit maxed out to deal with what the rest of the game is going to ask of you but um but in term, like one of the things i loved so much about man eater was how it reminded me of nature documentaries which i love so much yeah And that aspect of it, like this weird, crazy electro fish that doesn't exist in any fucking science, I hate that. I wanted, I want something uh, beautiful and natural and iconic.
0: Yeah, and you just, yeah, Chris, I like one of the, this is from, what is it? Ah, that like brackish fish that resides mainly in the Great Lakes. What it's doing in a toxic swamp in Florida, I have no idea.
1: Oh, um... Yeah, they had a different word for him. We call him Pike. Pike, pike yeah. A pike rejection. And it's
0: like when you upgrade for the first time, in which the teenage bull shark learns the art of self love.
1: So, does that mean it's time for headlines? He just
0: he play, He's a good straight man. He's,
1: he's great. He is, but in the DLC, apparently, he goes full on wackadoo crazy. That's
0: fine. He can yeah. do that too. Yeah. Thinking back to Dr. Spichman and how great that was. Why will modern science create a cure for a woman's mouth?
1: I I take no responsibility for that last comment, listener. Dr. Spajeman. Yeah, I I recognize the name, but... The doctor from 30 Rock? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, does that mean it's time for headlines? Yes, it is. God save me. (laughs) Headlines. In entertainment news, I really did enjoy Richard E. Grant's classic Loki. He did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo quietly removed the ability to use Netflix on Switch and Wii U on June 30th, and it took till this week for anyone to notice. Uh, (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Paddington- okay, so how long was that?
1: Uh, well, June 30th was, like, last week.
0: Oh, my God. That is, uh, no one wants to read Wii U.
1: Uh, Paddington 3 will begin shooting in 2022. I'll watch that, but not in theaters.
0: No. Uh,
1: Zack Snyder has been working on a Star Wars script since forever, and he's kind of massaged it into its own intellectual property, and then he struck a deal with Netflix for a sci-fi epic called Rebel Moon. Uh... No, no, after After Army of the Dead, um, I'm willing to, you know, let's right. go. Let's see him have fun. Like right. he, he's, he's really, he, he repeatedly cites uh, the Akira Kurosawa influence on it, and that hypes me. So we'll see what he does. He's always been very visual, so that is kind of promising to me. Uh, Michelle Yeoh has been cast in Netflix's Witcher prequel, and now I have to care about Netflix's Witcher prequel.
0: Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm up
1: for more $100 million Zena shit. I'm up for Michelle Yeoh in anything. Oh, tu- Were he here, Chamberlain would agree with me.
0: Richard E. Grant is on Tuca and Birdie,
1: huh? Speaking of, I actually watched like the first five episodes of Tuca and Birdie this week. Just is it I on need- Netflix
0: or is it moved it, to?
1: It's an, it's Netflix. Uh, the yeah, second okay. season is coming from some other streaming service. I forget which.
0: Uh, Adult Swim.
1: Okay. Um, this is who's the uh, who's the woman who's not um... it, something Wong. What's her face? No, uh, yeah. God, she's been in so many stand-up specials. Allie. Ali Wong. Yeah. This is the best I've ever liked Ali Wong.
0: Yeah, because I w I wasn't crazy about Baby Cobra. Uh
1: was that her stand-up? That
0: was her first special, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I her specials never really grabbed me. And she um, wasn't
0: good at her her character was awful in Big Mouth. It was just like a concept.
1: Yeah, no, her character on Big Mouth sucked. Um and then she had that uh she had that romantic comedy with the guy who's always... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah And that one was just kind of meh to me. Although I I would say, you know what, actually that was better than Eliza Slashinger's movie. But anyway, but that but it was kind of meh to me too. I didn't feel like they actually had great chemistry. Um, For some reason, Ali Wong and Tukin Birdie just nails it. And it might be that she's there with Tiffany Haddish and it's hard not to have a great time with Tiffany Haddish, but I, I'm i kind of sad that it took me this long to watch Tuuken Birdie because it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's in a similar spot in my uh, pile of shame with uh, Broad City, which I cannot recommend enough. Get in that shit. Oh, keep it in mind. Did, did you see the, the the clip I sent you? With the locksmith?
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Are you sure From you Br- sent
1: this to me and not, not your lady?
0: No, Broad City.
1: No, she won't watch it. But then why would I? I'm not sleeping with you. Okay. <laughs>
0: I, I, I did not like him asking. I just didn't expect. No, you know, I don't. I,
1: I don't remember this clip at all. I don't. Oh, really... okay. When do you think you sent this to me?
0: Oh, it was, I think it was like two weeks ago, maybe.
1: No, I don't even remember what happened. But
0: yesterday. anyway, there's a creepy locksmith. They need to get into their apartment and he's so creepy. They make him open their neighbor's door. And then they're like, well, I guess we're going to be homeless for a week. <laughs> huh. Just to get away from him. He's um the guy who
1: plays Trevor. That situation sounds highly comical. It does. <laughs> uh, I got a DMCA takedown notice this week. Why? A tweet from like 2019. That that seems late. Yeah, you know that song, Bang Bang Into the Room? Yes. Okay. So I had a video called Four Cool Things That Happened Last N- Night. Mm-hmm. And one of those things was a Reaper play the game, which I always set to Bang Bang by Jesse J because <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <coughs> This 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 video is still on YouTube and has not been removed and has not received any DMCA takedown notices, but my Twitter video of that exact same video is now gone from Twitter and can never be seen again. Which reminds me, I wanted to mention last week, that latest clip show I did with the Labby Sufra songs, uh, that's banned in Japan. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> You're too dangerous. I know. Just as dangerous as pot.
1: You can't handle me. No, oh,
0: um, no fly list right next to... Paul McCartney.
1: It was announced this week that the incredible Lovecraft Country on HBO will not be getting a second season. Um, I'm just going to take a moment and say it's fucking bullshit, man. The end of that show was a setup for one of the most incredible shows I've never seen. Like, and we never will. It ended with, like, the entire cast kind of positioned... As like superheroes, and then that, that's the end. That's the fucking end. Anyway, uh, so in response, some of the showrunners of uh, Lovecraft Countries released part of the season two bible on Twitter. Oh no! And one of it showed a map. Apparently, it takes place a generation after the last one. It showed a map split into four of America's split into four segments: the tribal nations of the West to the West, White Lands from Northern Texas and a strip up to New York. The New Negro Republic in the South and Southeast, ah. and the Jefferson Commonwealth in the extreme Northeast. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been, that would have been something. <laughs> Fuck you, HBO. Yeah. God damn it. Um, <clears throat> in Overwatch news, that crossplay patch is still some bullshit. Uh, a new legendary skin for Anna is available for 200 Overwatch League tokens, or like 10 bucks. And the Justice Department is now investigating the Overwatch League, basically because the League has a soft salary cap, which is apparently illegal if you don't have some sort of representative body for the employees to agree to it. I mean... What do you mean?
0: I mean, it now rereading it, it doesn't seem... I don't, I'm, I no, don't really get the no. investigation, honestly.
1: I get it, but... Like, I, I when, get it, but it's like... When the headline popped, you were like, Oh, man, corporate... No. corporate uh, it hey, this is okay. Uh, like, this next is to Amazon I'm employees, like, I'm like messing nah, the bottles. Yeah, you got to read yeah. the text of that. It's not delicious at all. No, it is. It's just like someone going, Well, technically. <laughs> and yeah, fine. Well, technically, do what you got to do. People need living wages. You know, we're going to skip the Sony thing. We're going to do it last
0: week. Okay. <clears throat> There's not much there. Did you watch it? Um, No, like I had the major updates off of Kotaku.
1: You'll never know how you might have felt to see this. Hmm. Anyway. I like the Death Loop. I watched that. Yeah, Death Loop yeah. wicked. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, we'll get to that in a moment. Yes. Nintendo announced the Nintendo Switch OLED model. And that is, that is this product's name. It's not Nintendo Switch Lite. It's not Nintendo Switch Pro. It's not Switch XL. It's Nintendo Switch, open bracket, OLED <coughs> model, close no. bracket. That is this thing's official name.
0: OLED in all caps, model in lowercase.
1: Yes. It can't do anything fancy, but it has 32 more gigabytes of onboard storage than the base switch, which is 32, and an OLED screen. It is slightly heavier than the standard model, has the same battery life. It is 350 dollars and it's out on October 8th.
0: Oh, it's not crazy expensive.
1: No, it's not crazy expensive. Like it's as, as it's as expensive as a switch should be at its top. Um, you like even that is pretty pretty pricey. Come to think of it, for what you get in a switch, um, but. It everyone felt kind of burned that it wasn't going to do four K, because that is what has been. And industry insiders have known that Nintendo was working towards that for I years. Mean,
0: I like your thought that it's just the yeah. processing unit shortage.
1: Yeah, which kind of makes me think like, well, could they just put two in every switch and give us like I don't know, fourteen forty or something? <laughs> like, I I don't know, but but it's definitely kind of disappointing news. Like that—that that would have been that would have been a uh, 4K switch would have been hype worthy.
0: And it, it, it takes a lot to disappoint Nintendo fans.
1: Um, yeah, they're—they're, they're, you know, none of them say they have too big of a problem with it, from what I saw. I mean, but no I was—I was disappointed because I wanted—I want like Breath of the Wild. But you—you
0: you have standards.
1: Yeah, but it's only because I play games on a PS5, right? Uh, Jason Schreier detailed Assassin's Creed Infinity, a kind of platform for all Assassin's Creed content moving forward, and Ubisoft quietly announced it a day later without, like, any, you know, normal trailer or anything.
0: I like Jason. I don't like this.
1: Um, you're saying his information isn't accurate, or... No, I'm you know? saying,
0: like, he. I love the job he does. I don't like Destiny'd Assassin's Creed.
1: Mm-hmm. Well... <clears throat> Ubisoft, um, they want to get away from that, uh, you know, huge game every year thing.
0: I mean, why spend the advertising budget?
1: Um, well, what they want, I, I'm sure is their rationale. What they want is they want a community, um, in like the Fortnite sense, you know. Okay. They want an audience that they can constantly kind of, you know, here's a five dollars saddle for your horse. You know, 5 percent of the audience buys it, um, and they want they want that kind of cash cow. Um, so for me, and to me, I look at the Assassin's Creed franchise and it's like, uh, it's like one of those charts of dinosaur evolution and I chart <laughs> and I charted back to Prince of Persia and I'm so sad at what it's become.
0: I mean, it was started stepping sideways almost immediately. The second one is a fascinating train wreck of a game. I liked it,
1: but. Assassin's Creed 2?
0: No, no, no. Uh, oh. Prince of Persia too.
1: Oh well, Yeah, okay. new the
0: new metal Prince of Persia.
1: Oh well so we're talking about Prince of Persia Sands of Time trilogy or Yeah. within. Okay. Yeah. No, like, you, of... like
0: almost immediately they started making weird, bad decisions about you know their Yeah, his, yeah. Like, and, and the thing it
1: was like as soon as they had that success of Sands of Time, they were like, How can we fuck this up? You know, in a way that our We need cops,
0: stock- we need Godsmack.
1: Yeah, in a way that our stockholders are assure us we'll make money. Yeah, let's get God let's get God Smack. And the thing is it wasn't bad. Ah it wasn't bad. Standalone and I still say that it had the best level design, and the best platforming of that trilogy, but the visual design was really bland. It was very it was, it, it was that like it was during that grey brown phase.
0: <laughs> I like the Dahaka
1: functionally. Yeah, no, yeah. And 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 you know, it still had the rewind mechanic. The fact that other platformers haven't repeatedly ripped off the rewind mechanic pisses me off. It is brilliant.
0: I love the water sword.
1: That was cool as shit. I I had mastered that game back in the day. Yeah.
0: Time. There was a, there was a good. really good secret ending.
1: But really, if you were to make me go back and play that game again, I would no, walk no, away. No, 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 no. I would no, totally no. walk away. No, I would not. It is like after playing anything modern, it's not up to snuff. Anyway. Romanticizing the past, I guess. <clears throat> uh, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song has been delayed into next year. Alex, which vampire game is that? Because there's like ten.
0: I, is this not the one that? I don't know. They fired the team working on.
1: I don't even know anymore. There's so many Vampire: The Masquerade games in development. I don't know if this is one I should care about or not. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna say no because it's a licensed game. I principle. don't remember
0: the moniker the Swan Song. I, I don't think I've even heard of this. What is this?
1: You know what? It's just it's just a tease to remind you of what it might sound like if someone were to say Silk Song.
0: uh <laughs> They still haven't tweeted since
1: January. <laughs> okay. Uh, quietly announced this week, RoboCop: Rogue City is coming to console and PC in 2023. It was just a trailer showing like the logo and like the leg popping out with the gun coming out and shit like that. So no, 2025. Uh, oh no, 2023. Yeah, no, it's that's 2023. what they're saying. It said 2023.
0: But if we're not even seeing gameplay yet, I bet 2024 or
1: 2025. I didn't recognize the name of the dev either. But again, yeah. here, here's another licensed game to probably not care about if you're smart. Probably. Uh, <clears throat> quote, Sonic Smut is flooding Trump's new social network is a headline that I read this week and did not click on.
0: I like the cut of its jib, though.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, Trump started his own thing and trolls are flooding it <laughs> with the Sonic port.
0: They can troll for good.
1: Uh, Sony quietly. Pr- I love it is cr- the fact that there is a, a, enough quantity of Sonic port to create. A flat. Oh, I
0: I've I seen a just a just a scants of it. It is it gets Christian. <laughs> uh,
1: <clears throat> Sony, which I
0: didn't see coming.
1: Sony quietly purchased another port studio this week, Nix's, which was responsible for bringing a lot of Tomb Raider and Square titles to PC. That is a weird acquisition. Yeah. Like, they tend to buy studios that they have long, long histories with.
0: They're talking about the newest Tomb Raiders?
1: I don't know. Hmm. Let's Google mixes here. Can't say I was happy with the game. Is, is the an industry-leading it. Dutch company specializing in the, uh, Twitter? God, they don't even have a Wikipedia page. Okay. Hold on, click.
0: And they did Marvel's Avengers. These are, well, they deserve a shot <laughs> after putting up with that shit.
1: Yeah, their credits include PC ports and optimizations for games like Marvel's Avengers, Deus Ex-Man's Guide oh. and the Modern Tomb Raider tril- Trilogy.
0: They're founded in 99.
1: They're excited to bring our technical and development expertise to an IP powerhouse like PlayStation Studios. So, it, you wouldn't, I don't, okay, this to me, it's an Ubisoft-esque acquisition, if I think about it.
0: Yeah, they seem to be kind of more workhorse than idea guys.
1: Um, not, yeah, but not just that. Yeah, exactly. So, so what this is, is kind of the Ubisoft model of a studio is kind of responsible, but really, like, ten studios are working on a game. But in Sony's case, one studio will be responsible, and Nix's, or whatever, is handling all this aspect of the game. Probably the PC ports. Jesus, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's 100 percent what it's about. It's about their PC ports. They sold Woo! they sold so many copies of uh, what was the last one that came out? Death
0: Stranding, I bet.
1: No, there was wasn't it Ghost? Didn't Ghost? No, what was it? No Horizon, right? Horizon came out on PC. Yeah, it did. Yeah, um, and they probably got so much money from Horizon on PC. They're like, oh, we got to get into this,
0: especially now because yeah. I am following five different sites that allegedly tell me will tell me when there's PS5s available, and nothing for like eight days.
1: I'm sorry, man.
0: It sucks. It, it's not so bad. I set aside five hundred dollars, and during it's been about four months. And during that time, Laura's car broke down. She kind of wiped out her savings, and I helped her buy some new shoes she desperately needed. The money went to a good place. I can dig it. Yeah.
1: So really, this—the fact that you don't have a PlayStation Five is making you a better person. <laughs> yeah. And a is. better boyfriend. Yeah, it's true. God, thank God for the silicon shortage.
0: I guess. Yeah. You Let's know see. what? Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> won't, won't he
1: do it, McCracken? Won't he do it? Uh. <laughs> ah, Headlines. Ah, Talks between Xbox and K- Hideo Kojima are reportedly underway with an aim to secure a publishing agreement. Hmm. See, now there's a studio I don't understand why Sony wouldn't buy. Yeah. Because that is an auteur and they love that shit.
0: But I thought they already, like, bought kijima studios no
1: they just published the last game they just wow he he left konami he struck up a deal with playstation for them to fund and publish the next game that was Death stranding they published it on playstation it got its mixed reaction they published it on pc it, you know i'm sure it did fine and now we're getting this playstation 5 upport, which oh, okay i'm probably gonna look at depending on how long it takes me to get through death loop
0: oh what oh. is that Deathloop That's like is Deathloop November is
1: like, oh, no Deathloop no. is September 14th I want to say something like that <sighs> and then or like the 7th and then uh, the 24th is Death Stranding Collector's Edition
0: hmm. or
1: Director's Cut um anyway. da da Sony have their little direct thing today uh it started out with the VR game Moss Book 2 being announced it is currently in development so that was
0: meh uh yeah it's a, it's a mouse of the sword have fun
1: Oh, it's adorable, man. It's really well animated. It's really well animated. It's really cute. It's it's a VR thing, right? Yeah, and that was why I stopped watching uh, Monsters at Work, just because literally the animation itself was not up to snuff. Ew. Yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly, it's Monsters, Inc., and the animation isn't up to snuff. What the
0: fuck? It's Pixar down, motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's disappointing. (laughs) Arcade Ageddon is a cartoony arena shooter early access available now on PlayStation 5. Pardon me. Uh, then, the, then there was a trailer for Tribes of Midgard, which is like a co-op, long-term Diablo kind of thing where you're a Viking.
0: Huh. It doesn't look you're Norse. Very interesting.
1: No, it doesn't. It looks very. It looks very plain to me. It doesn't really thrill a lot of. It
0: looks like they're game not game. done with the shaders.
1: <laughs> a lot of this stuff looks pretty mad to me. Um, another one that looks kind of mad, but this is a game that. It's it was announced like five years ago, and just the image of this really mean-looking anthropomorphic rabbit with a giant mechanical arm, and the title is Fist. The title (laughs) is Fist. I don't know about this. That is immediately interesting to me. Um, But yeah, like really, it looks like a two D platformer brawler. Could be fun. Mm, Unlikely. Like you have to you have to do that shit really, really, really well and then you're a Hollow Knight. And if you're not Hollow Knight, we're at least even fucking Donkey Kong Country. I don't even like Tropical Freeze. <laughs> like, that's the type of game that's hard to pull off these days.
0: Yeah, it's I see a lot of juggling enemies and not a lot of enemies fighting back.
1: Yes. Like, so it, that, that trailer didn't throw me, but the fact that that game actually has a release date, I thought that shit was vaporware. So, coming out September 7th. It looks gorgeous. It looks okay. It looks
0: like, it's not the most inventive, like... Exactly. visual style, but the animation and like the texture work is really just good.
1: Give me Ken a bridge of spirits already. Got. Damn it. That's uh, coming, that's coming, <coughs> that's coming. Hunter's Arena Legends launches next month and is free on PlayStation Plus.
0: It's a PS3 game, but it looks fine. Is it? I mean, like, it looks like a PS3 game.
1: Hmm, Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sifu has now been pushed to early 2022. The dev says that this is just to avoid crunch and get the game done. Fine. I'm with it. Uh, jet the Far Shore got a trailer that actually made me kind of want it. I don't know why. I don't know why. What, like, what, what is this? Jet the Far Shore is like, you know, the, the, the there's this spaceship. They're trying to find a new world. They land on this planet. And your job is to jet around the planet on your little hover bike huh. and explore the planet, it seems. But there's like, a, there's like a longer, there seems to be like some RPG aspects going on as well. And for some reason, the trailer that they showed during today's direct... Um, it just kinda of made me want to check it out. Like you price that game at twenty bucks. There's nothing else around it that I'm currently playing. I'll probably check that out. Made me kind of want. It. Hmm. Um then they announced two things from Sega. Demon Slayer Hinokami Chronicles is out October fifteenth and looks absolutely fucking terrible. Uh the animation of the characters was fantastic. Yeah. And they run around these box rooms. <laughs> These plain box rooms. Uh, I,
0: I, you know what? I'm kind of a sucker for CGI anime. I don't know what about that makes it more appealing to me, but yeah, it just but, does.
1: But this looks terrible. It doesn't terrible. look fun to play. No, it, doesn't look it looks fun terrible. To play. Anyway, uh, then they showed Lost Judgment. Where, uh, it has a worldwide release on September 24th. I'm not sure if Lost Judgment is a sequel to Judgment or not. I, th- I think it's maybe a remake. Let, let's Google it. Lost Judgment video game. Quick. Is an upcoming action-adventure game set to be released globally. Don't say it's a sequel. It's a sequel to the 28-game Judgment. There we go. Ah, 28? But
0: two, 2008. 2018, pardon me. 18,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, ta-da. Then they showed a. They showed actually a pretty beefy trailer for the Death Stranding Director's Cut. Uh, it's coming September 24th. Tons of new content. They showed, like, him racing race cars. They showed uh, him going into a shooting gallery they showed him like drop kicking bad guys. They showed him using new weapons. They showed him laying down a ramp that you can now jump off on a motorbike. Uh, they showed they showed a catapult where you can catapult items. <laughs> you have a walking of, robot. Yeah, there's there's a walking robot that walks alongside you, or you can ride on it as it walks along. Uh, there's there's a new uh, there's a new exoskeleton to use. Uh, so that actually looked pretty good. But hang you know, on, let's see. What do, do they want way. for it? Let's see. Definitely no. Ten way. bucks. All right. Maybe I am totally wrong. Ten bucks for the director's edition. If you they're
0: upgrade from PC, PS four oh. version. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so Death Loop is September fourteenth. They showed about nine minutes of Deathloop.
0: Looks fun.
1: It made it look fucking awesome. It really made it look like uh, a, a like I, I want to say uh, forward momentum ish Bioshock. But I know, I could just tell by the level design that the forward momentum was 100% just the result of the person playing it and knowing where they were going. Um, I could just see how big an interest in these levels were and how much there was to understand about this world that we have no idea that they haven't explained whatsoever and all these little tools that the guy is throwing out and creating all these awesome effects with really all he had was he was able to lift people up and throw them to or throw them to the side once they were in the air he had and the like, ability to resurrect blink. himself twice he had the ability to no. blink and they showed like when he died he used like a recall to go back like 15 yeah. seconds but the world continued like the the characters were aware that they had just killed this guy, uh, and he was back. So yeah, it it fucking hyped me for Death so much. I wasn't hyped for this this kind of PlayStation presentation at all today. I was like, well, I hope they have some interesting indies. Ar-
0: Arcane has not let me down in a long time. Exactly. I really liked Prey a
1: lot. Exactly. Like this this is uh, I was putting I was saying on a forum today. This uh, like we don't know how much of a value proposition Death Loop will actually be, but. I do know that it is the next data point on a series that includes "Prey," "Dishonored 2," and "Dishonored." So I'm interested <laughs> to know Very. where it's going to be, and I'm not going to trust a reviewer to tell me.
0: And I like I like the uh, the main character's voice. Yeah. He's got that charisma.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of attitude there. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to kill every motherfucker in this place. <clears throat> it's a video game. Like I, I like I like that giving letting a video game have that. Um, I like high blood it's like a high
0: sci-fi black exploitation, but not really it's just high sci-fi with yeah okay it,
1: it, now it, the 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 imagery of the poster like the key is art very 70s is very 70s and evokes exploitation. the more I see of the game the less it reminds me of black exploitation, and the more it just looks like an arcane game with a black yeah. um with a black protagonist um, so yeah, like, my initial reaction was 100% of exploitation, but that's because that trailer we first saw was all that style. It
0: leaned into it, yeah. It
1: leaned into that style. Um, and so yeah, so now it's just kind of like, it's certainly funky.
0: I'm hoping for an interesting new game plus that's possibly canon, you know?
1: A canon new game plus.
0: Yeah. Because it's time travel.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get it. But, yeah. um... Yeah, I'm just I'm just worried that because they got bought by Microsoft, we're gonna get like, we're gonna know that like two or four of the six assassinations you have to carry out are goddamn amazing, and these last two were at the end of the development after Microsoft bought them. You know, like I'm worried that'll be the case.
0: Yeah, they did need some extra. They what are they they got six months delay, um, something there, like that. Yeah, there
1: was definitely a yeah.
0: It, was, it wasn't It a short delay, but it wasn't a super long one.
1: Well, I mean, it wasn't... It was supposed to come out this spring, and now it's coming out in September, so six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. Six months tops. But yeah, like that... Ugh, that hyped me to no end. And really, the problem is so much to be hyped for beyond Deathloop. Mm-hmm. So much to be hyped for this fall is a re-release or a piece of DLC for something that I already own. I'm so... I'm hyped for this uh, DLC for Ghost of Tsushima, so I'm replaying Ghost of Tsushima. Um... That
0: I forgot how much I, I I just I love the Ninja Hook, yeah, so much.
1: Yeah, no, it just works. It, it's a very comfortable game to play. Mm-hmm. The only thing that sucks about Ghost of Tsushima is the control scheme changes quite a bit between single player and Legends mode. Oh yeah, have you done Legends mode?
0: Not recently,
1: man. You need a healer. I got you back. Okay, I've been I I I've been people have been sending me friends requests because I've been so bored this last week. What I've been doing is jumping into mid level survival runs, and I land there, I'm a level 110, everyone's running around level 50, and I'm like, we're fine, whatever happens, you guys will get all your honor.
0: Is there (laughs) there any new loot?
1: Uh, No, in fact, I haven't had a single legendary drop this whole time I've been playing, which was weird, although I played it a lot, and so I got a lot, maybe that's why I got a lot of legendaries, but I haven't noticed one legendary drop, which is kind of weird. Usually, you see usually the, one yeah. will drop that uh, that shitty, and you don't want. But at least you get one anyway. Go ahead. Have you seen
0: the trailer for Encanto? In-
1: Encanto, it rings a bell.
0: The uh, Disney Pixar. Yeah, Disney. yeah. Wait, no, it's just Disney. Yeah,
1: that's uh, Stephanie Beatrice, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. No, from, from that's Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine is the main character. Yeah. I believe. Um. And. Uh, yeah, it no. Looked, as, it looked, as, it, it looked,
0: it's it's a really nice update to like the uh, looked, be my guest shit.
1: It looked very beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. And also, it didn't say Pixar, which hypes me. Yeah, no, it's
0: Disney. Pixar is just
1: yeah. So this yeah. this means it's the uh, it's Disney Animation Studios. That is the Tangled team. That is the uh, uh, not the Luca team, but the Riot team. Mm. This is the Riot team. But so, you like Luca. No, that's the thing. Luca, to me, was the best Pixar movie since WALL-E. Wait, WALL-E? It was the best. Okay, which one came out last? WALL-E or Brave? I want to say Brave.
0: Brave was after WALL-E.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's the best Pixar movie since Brave. Okay. I fucking love Brave. I won't hear anyone talk shit about Brave.
0: I need to see Brave again. I don't want
1: to... I think you do. Otherwise, you may be tempted to talk shit about it. I can hear it.
0: I don't want to talk shit about it. I liked it. I think Billy Connolly kind of fell asleep.
1: Oh fuck! You need to go watch Brave again, man.
0: Yeah, no, you know what? No, Billy Connolly was good. Who, who I mean, disappointed? He's, me? he's
1: just old. Like he was older yeah, than...
0: you know what? Not enough Emma Thompson. That was it.
1: Um, but here's the thing: everyone was surprised by how much Emma Thompson was in Brave. True. Like her character is is a bigger part of that movie than Billy Connolly's. Um, True, hundred um, percent.
0: I like the decision to make the that twi- the, the triplet silent.
1: Um. Yeah, and where they go and where they go with the triplets is really satisfying, ultimately. It is, it is. Like, um, yeah, no, pr- Brave, I just absolutely love but that's all because I personally have always really romanticized that kind of Celtic shit. Like I should more, but <laughs> well, with my it's, last name. It's, it's really beautiful. Uh, I've always found it, like, to be... Hmm, do I feel this way about it? I think I might. I've always kind of found all that celtic stuff to be some of the most beautiful kind of culture that white people have ever produced
0: there's a good case to be made
1: and the immediate the immediate kind of alternative to that i'm like whoa well, 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 have you seen the architecture in italy like there's you know there's other arguments to be made but i just think of the simple renaissance thing. italy's up there I just think of the simple beauty of the the, the design work and the the symbols, and uh, I don't know. There's something primal, not just primal, but it feels
0: an artful simplicity.
1: How to put it? It feels like the well, closest uh, Caucasian people ever got to living in harmony with the land and
0: kind of yeah yeah the druidism and all yeah that. The, the
1: druidism aspect of it the, the pagan aspect the of pagan it.
0: yeah no um, that in Ireland they have some pretty interesting pagan shit
1: exactly like there's some there's some real history there that as a Canadian I don't feel at all mm. like we don't like in in America we don't we don't have this ancient culture we have you know free Brittany hashtag
0: we have buildings that are almost a hundred years old
1: Almost. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then someone from Germany is like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, we have buildings that are almost 3,000 years old. Exactly. They they found, like, ancient, like, pagan churches.
1: Yeah, so there's... And, of course, like, there is is a culture in North America that has existed for thousands upon thousands of years prior to uh, anyone with our complexion showing up. True. Um,
0: I think they found one, like, on a mountain that was, like, a... Like a advanced civilization that just happened to be made of wood, so not a lot of it, you know, survived.
1: What are we talking
0: about? A uh, Native American city they thought they found. It's so, okay. Well maybe, has it been proved? Yeah.
1: Does that does that mean are we North Americans and thus more closely rooted to the 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 historical culture of Native Native Americans or fucking Celtic shit? I don't know.
0: Maybe. I definitely should be.
1: I feel I feel very dis I feel very disconnected from both, and so I'm compelled to romanticize perhaps the, the Celtic stuff because I don't I wouldn't feel cringy about uh, acquiring any of that or, 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 or like I wear a clotter ring. I, I, I wear an Irish wedding band. I still. You do don't
0: that. hear a lot about you know Scottish atrocities. Irish has a couple. <laughs> Ireland has a couple.
1: Oh, God, they found, they found like, two more fucking... The thing is, these burial oh, sites... Oh, yeah, yeah, your, prior, your these, primary schools. Yeah, yeah that's, these that's, burial that's sites some... had been known about for, like, 50 years. No,
0: the same thing was happening in Ireland, too.
1: But the thing is, now they're actually exhuming it. And, yeah, and so no, there
0: were mass graves gone. of uh, Irish laundries. If you want to really bum yourself out, look those up. I don't, I
1: don't, up. I don't, I don't want to know about another Lots of Lots of dead
0: right three-year-olds. Lots of I, children there are worked to death.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't want to hear about any more atrocities. This is a video game podcast. I want to focus mm-hmm. on beautiful shit like a Celtic knot or the or the uh the iconography of a clotter ring. That's a beautiful ring to me.
0: Hey. If you got a minute, look at pictures of the long library.
1: What's the long library?
0: Look it up. It's oh. uh it's it's um oh is it Queen's College? Shoot.
1: We're in the middle of a podcast. We can't be telling people to look shit up. We look the shit up and tell them about
0: it. Google it's just I would I say it's the most beautiful building in Ireland.
1: Okay. The long library. I'm gonna Google this listener. I'm gonna just to Trinity College.
0: Trinity College in Ireland. The long
1: Dublin. Click in Dublin, apparently. Yep. Oh, isn't that pretty?
0: Isn't it just?
1: For some reason what I imagined was Belle, wa- Belle from Beauty and the Beast walking into that room and the look on her face.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is this had to inspire a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah. But it's all roped off. You
0: I, I, I went in there. It's it's you can't look at the books. The books are to themselves really valuable, but you went in there. You can you can spend like a I spent like an hour in there.
1: Just walking up and down that long hall? Mm-hmm. You spent an hour walking up and down that hall. Yeah.
0: I get, went back around.
1: I get the gist of this immediately. <laughs> I think I get to the end of the hall and continue well, on. Well, it
0: was a really long, really slow line. Let me put it that way. Oh. No. They, they sort of, like, march you through a little by little.
1: Oh, so when you say you spent an hour in there, what you mean was?
0: I was kind of trapped. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: But I enjoy the experience. There was this. There was a, I want to say, a Japanese individual that's being followed around by a camera crew. I don't know if he was famous or not.
1: Well, he was probably doing a show. Like, this is the long library.
0: Yeah. It was like, he seemed like boy band-esque, if that makes any sense.
1: Oh, I didn't watch today's Hot One. Did you watch it yet? No, I didn't. It's Ed Sheeran today. I don't mind him. I don't hate him. He doesn't... I feel like
0: he wrote a popular song and people got mad at him for it. I'm like, Yeah, like
1: I don't, I don't know, know dude, the guy well enough to be mad at him for anything.
0: It's a nice body positive song. Get off his dick.
1: And he's, he's like a weirdly cherubic adult. He's, really, yeah. he's like he's like patting all his well before the wrinkles. Yep, with a beautiful <laughs> singing,
0: with a beautiful singing voice. Oh, have
1: you finished Modoc yet? Uh, no, I stopped with Modoc.
0: I get it. The Asgard episode kind of sucks. Uh,
1: the what episode?
0: There's an episode where he goes to Asgard.
1: I didn't even get to that episode.
0: He, he befriends goats. He's like I'm not gonna name you. I'm not gonna name you. Go to Shredding Junior. Damn it.
1: Yeah, I don't remember that.
0: And he adopts a bunch of goats. They they scream and faint. <laughs> no, nope.
1: don't remember the goats.
0: Nope. There's good parts to it. I, I enjoyed it. If there was a season two, I will watch it. I just love Patton Oswalt so much.
1: I love Patton Oswalt, too. That's the thing. And uh, Melissa Fomero is in there, too. and I really like her.
0: She doesn't get enough to do that season. No. That's a problem. No,
1: not at all. Um, yeah, so really what... Okay. Hmm. For some reason, I haven't been hyped or, in, or that... Like, I'll watch it eventually... But now that we're like on the eve of the release, and after the disappointment of the Tomorrow War specifically,
0: mm.
1: I'm kind of hungry for Black Widow.
0: I've heard good things, really. Because
1: I want I... that. I want that big thing. Like I've been rewatching <clears throat> Avengers. Go ahead.
0: People um, really like David Harbor. So do I.
1: And and uh, you know uh, uh, Florence Pew is uh, Pugh.
0: Is that how you say it? Pugh. I
1: don't know how you say it. I say it Pew like P E W. Mm. Um, Puch? Florence Puck,
0: maybe? I don't know. Nah. David Harbour is in a Russian accent. Sounds like a good okay. time.
1: How do you pronounce Florence Pugh? What? I, think I bet it's P-E-W. Pew, P-Y-U-U. Yeah. Pew, Like Pepe. Florent Yeah, Florence Pugh. I was right. I was right. Hey. Hey, and I, that was just by reading it. Wow, I feel like such a man. Uh, you look at what if, speaking uh, of Marvel, Marvel what if? Okay, now is that CGI or just cartoon? What it's CGI. Huh. Does it look good?
0: I, it's one of the last credits of Chadwick Boseman.
1: Wow! They got yeah, the voice.
0: he gets to be Star Lord. What's that's something? That's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer because it, it looks okay. Most of the Disney Plus animated content is really disappointing to me. You
0: didn't like the Bad Batch? I didn't touch it. Yeah, it looks like it was made fifteen years ago.
1: I never, uh, I never got like I, there are people who love those Star Clone Wars. Wars, Clone Wars, yeah. and uh, Re- there was Re- Star Wars Rebels. I think was another one that followed Clone Wars. So like there is an audience for it. There are people who absolutely fucking love it. Like uh, in the in the forums today, people were talking about how they're hyped for this Last Judgment game. And they were like, "What is what is last? What is what was that game that looked like Yakuza?" And I go, "Well, that's Last Judgment. It's uh, it's another kind of series from the Yakuza devs. This one's a brawler. While the main Yakuza series has gone into turn based, we will continue with that with Like the Dragon." And other people were like, "Yeah, and it's so good." And was like, "Yeah, it's so good." I'm like, "Well, I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> I'm glad the people who like uh, these Star Wars cartoons are happy." I wish I could enjoy them. Are you gone? What happened to my Alex? Alex? No. Well, we have. Hang on. I'm gonna, well, yeah, okay. Listener, I think that's the end of our episode today. But I sure pre- appreciate you taking the time to hang out and listen with us. Um, Alex, thank you so much for being here and hanging out. It was my pleasure, David. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye.